Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein. We're coming to you from Microsoft Ignite in Orlando, Florida. And I'm delighted to be joined by Todd Christ, Enterprise Solutions Architect within our data center group at Intel. Welcome back, Todd. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me back. So why don't you reintroduce yourself to the Chip Chat audience, your focus at Intel, and how that relates to our engagement at Microsoft Ignite this week. Yeah, so I'm an Enterprise Solutions Architect. I work in our Enterprise and Government division and work on a myriad of hybrid cloud solutions. And obviously being at Microsoft Ignite, we're focusing in on Microsoft Azure Stack, Windows Server Software Defined, the new SQL Server announcement, all the fun improved software stacks that are coming out from Microsoft to really help customers get the best software. And we're really here to help them show we have the best hardware to go with that. Now your team is very focused on driving what Intel calls IT transformation and delivery of hybrid cloud solutions. Tell me what we mean by IT transformation and why this is such a critical focus in enterprise today. Yeah, so IT transformation is really critical to any business nowadays. Ultimately, we're telling customers you have to become a technology-based company because if you don't, you're not going to be able to get your services out to your customers. Everybody has a smartphone. They look for their smartphone for data. We have servers on the back end that's providing all the databases, all the web services, everything that's providing that content to your customers for the here and now type customers. So you can get your services out more quickly and you also have the added security of these new cloud-based features, whether you're on-prem or off-prem. This hybrid cloud model is really building a good security model in place. Now, Microsoft obviously a long-standing partner of Intel's throughout the iterations of both of our companies. One of the most interesting areas that they're working on today is Azure Stack, which really provides a great foundation for that hybrid cloud for IT transformation. Tell me about Azure Stack and why this is an area that Intel is invested in in terms of optimization for Intel platforms. Yeah, so Azure Stack's really unique. Microsoft took a look at their customer base and really queried their customers and asked what they needed. And customers really still need to have some on-premise type compute. They really enjoyed the Azure interface or the Azure Resource Manager. So what they've done is they've extended Azure into your private data center using Azure Stack. They've done that with a hyper-converged model. They work with all the certified vendors. So you can go to a certified vendor that you're used to buying from, you get the full support from Microsoft, and it's really helping to help customers get into more of a cloud development type model. So you can write code once, you can deploy it on-prem or off-prem, and it makes it seamless. Now you talked about hyper-converged. Why is this critical here, and what does that mean in terms of the Intel technology that is being deployed in these Azure Stack deployments? Yeah, so hyper-converged is kind of the latest trend for customers to really realize a really good TCO. Whenever you buy a platform that has the right CPU, the right amount of memory, and the right amount of storage, and you scale that up, you get a scaled amount of storage to kind of match that. The nice thing is that you can just go out and get an identical server add-on to that and you can scale from four to now 16 servers in an Azure Stack design. So if you need more capacity, you can add that. If you need more compute, you can add that as well. When we looked at optimizing for Azure Stack, how do we start that at Intel in terms of looking at the underlying silicon foundation of the architecture 
and looking for opportunities to add value to Azure Stack implementations? Yeah, so Azure Stack has three base use cases. One is optimizing the developer focus, which is primarily controlled around Microsoft because they offer the developer focus area. But also the disconnected model is one of their big use cases. This is where we saw a big benefit for Intel because there are some customers that are say on a cruise ship or in a mine shaft that they don't have an internet connection. They probably don't have a very stable platform, meaning their servers might get shaken around a bit or they might be you know, out in a vehicle somewhere. And obviously you need things like solid state disks to be able to sustain your data while you're going across throughout your day, essentially. So we really saw that as a big benefit. And then lastly, the GDPR compliance, you know, things like regulatory data compliance, that was also a big benefit for us because customers wanted to have the ultimate in speed on platform. So obviously, whenever you're running something on-premise, you're going to get super low latency and nice high throughput. So if you're doing analytics or machine learning at the edge, it's a great way for you to combine all that data and then be able to port that up to Azure Cloud as you need to. Now, the Intel and Microsoft teams have also worked to create an Azure Stack Select solution, and that's being introduced in the market. Tell me about that and why we decided to take this configuration up into a select solution for customers for a verified experience. Yeah, so first and foremost, we look at the end user experience whenever we develop a select solution. We want to make sure that it makes not only financial sense, but it's also going to give them the expected results that they want. So what we did is we worked with Microsoft and our Windows OS team, and we sat down and we really fine-tuned the solution, not only to have the optimal CPU size, but also to add all flash storage, which was really important, because a lot of the vendors were doing a hybrid type mode where they might have PCIe NVMe for cache, and they would use hard disks for storage. Sure, hard disks are great for big capacity, but for latency, SSDs blow them out of the water. So we saw a marked improvement just going from hard drives to solid state drives, not only from an endurance perspective, so they'll have a longer lifespan, but you also get an increased throughput. I believe it was like 35% increased throughput just going to all flash. So to a lot of our customers, if they're buying performance on-premise, they want to make sure they're having the best performance possible. It really does speak to what Intel's bringing to the table with data-centric computing, looking across CPU, storage, connectivity with our Intel Ethernet adapters, to deliver a full solution, and obviously in next generations, looking to integrate Intel Optane DC persistent memory where it matters. Now, I did hear a lot of buzz at Ignite yesterday, and it was blowing up my Twitter stream. It sounds like the Microsoft team achieved a pretty exciting milestone with Storage Spaces Direct, which is related to the Azure Stack work that we've been doing. Tell me about Storage Spaces Direct, why this is a critical component of a hybrid cloud solution, and what the Intel team pulled off. Yeah, so it was a great partnership between Microsoft and Intel. You know, S2D, Storage Spaces Direct, is one of the subsystems of Windows Server Software Defined, WSSD, or Azure Stack as well. It's part of the base subsystem. And the previous test we did two years ago on Windows Server 16 had 16 servers, and they achieved it was somewhere around, I think it was 6 million plus IOPS, you know, IOs per second. And that's just one way that we can measure the performance of a storage subsystem. So whenever you've got a scaled out storage area network versus a hyper-converged platform like this, you get all of your compute being shared between these hyper-converged platforms in your array. So anywhere from two to 16 nodes. Now, what we did this time is we replicated the similar type of work, but we only used 12 servers, and we added in the Intel Optane DC persistent memory as a cache for the software-defined storage. So it was pretty amazing. They were able to more than double the throughput. It was 13.7 million 
So even with 25% less servers this year as compared to two years ago, we were able to more than double the throughput on the IOPS on those platforms. Now IOPS and throughput, let's break this down into customer benefit. For those of us who don't live in the IOPS world, what does this mean for customers as they look to deploy solutions? And what does this mean in terms of breaking a bottleneck in terms of memory capacity within that system? Yeah, so that's a great point that you bring up. You know, a lot of us techie guys get stuck in ops and measurements and you know, we need to get out of our lab once in a while. You know, the IO throughput obviously is the showcase of how much data you can pass through the system. What's really understandable to a customer is that the more data you can pass through a system, the more work that you can do per processor, per system. So ultimately, whenever you're getting that data closer to the CPU, you're able to process more data, get your problems resolved more quickly, and essentially you can find the needle in the haystack much faster. And I heard that this was also a breakthrough of somewhat of a holy grail of IOPS performance in terms of a new level of capability that hadn't been seen in the industry before. Can you tell me about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a new record. According to what Microsoft publishes, they think it might be the best in the market right now for hyper-converged. It's a pretty stout number. What's really nice to be able to take those IOP measurements is it really stands behind the technology and you know ultimately the software that Microsoft is writing that pairs up very well with the Intel technology. So we can kind of take us into this new paradigm of persistent memory, right? Whenever we have this added capacity that's closer to the CPU, it's going to change a lot of workloads. It's going to change the way developers write their code. And ultimately, customers are going to get a, just a breakneck experience of performance on these platforms. Final question for you, Todd. I'm sure we've piqued some folks' interests about select solutions, about what we're doing with Microsoft configurations with Azure Stack and Storage Spaces Direct, or S2D. Where would you send folks for more information about what Intel's delivering in this arena and how they can engage with an Intel sales rep to learn more? Yeah, they could definitely go to uh, intel.com slash be ready or intel.com slash cloud. Both of those sites are fantastic areas for you to get lots more information on what we're doing with our partners and customers and how we can offer more solutions to you. Fantastic. Thanks for the time today. Thanks for having me again. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization.